What you've got to do is you've got to get to know yourself so well. You've got to get to know yourself so deeply that you know what's right for you. And then everyone else is wrong in your eyes. Even if they're right in their eyes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast. The podcast helping you to create a life of high performance that is aligned to your heart's purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and be fulfilled till your last day. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. It is so wonderful to have you join me again. And if you are new to the show, then welcome. I am so grateful that you've chosen to tune in to the Aligned Performance Podcast and to join me. I love building a community on the podcast because I feel like I can provide so much value, so much tactical advice, as well as you get to know me at a deeper level than anywhere else, really. So I really hope that you continue to join me for future episodes. Now, I'm currently recording this on a Saturday morning. It's about 8am. And it's really funny because I'm totally aware that James, my partner, is still sleeping in the room next door. (laughs) So he's probably hating on me right now, but I've had a really full week and that's why I've pushed some tasks to the weekend and that's totally fine. You know, I work in seasons, so sometimes I'll just disappear and I won't do any work for six weeks, like a few months ago. And then other times I will go all in and I'll get in the zone and I'll completely reach this flow state with the work and creativity and coaching that I do. And that's the zone I'm in now. So I don't really mind doing this, especially because Power Your Potential is starting next week. That's one of the reasons why, you know, the week has been so full. I've been refining content. I've been creating content. I've been practicing and rehearsing my role as a teacher and as a coach in this course I'm so excited for the course to begin. It is my heart and soul's work put into a course. And it's the start of so many people's transformations and a pivot in their life. So I'm really excited for that. Now, another reason why this past week, as well as the last few weeks, has been quite full is because my Instagram relatively, let me emphasize that, relatively, has kind of been going off. And that's what's led to today's podcast episode, talking about how you can deal with hate. Because over these last few weeks, one of my reels has gone a little bit viral and it's reached about, I don't know, like 1.9 million people, maybe 2 million people by now overall. And because of that, I've had an influx of DMs, right? Like heaps of people saying how much my content is inspiring them, how much they want to learn from me. And I've had an influx of comments as well on my reel, like so much love and so much support. And I'm like, ooh, I love this. I'm totally here for this. Finally, more than four people are seeing my content. (laughs) But then I started to get some hate comments as well, naturally. These were just some of the comments. 
It's just embarrassing when a 25-year-old plus acts like a teenager. Disgusting. Try and be real, will you? Did this chick just make a video about herself? Oh, look how amazing and inspirational I am. Laughing face. <laughs> uh, at first, when these comments came through, I felt my stomach drop. I was like, oh man, this stings. This hurts. But to be completely truthful, I actually surprised myself. Because what I noticed was like my stomach dropped and I was like a little bit rattled for maybe maybe 20 seconds. And then I kind of just felt like I didn't care. I was just like, yeah, I don't, it's not really affecting me. And then, you know, because this reel has been popping off for a few weeks now, over the weeks, like more love comments came through and then you know, there'd be a trickle of hate comments. And each time these new hate comments came through, it literally didn't even touch me. It didn't even phase me. I mean, it's it shouldn't because there was like a ratio of 20 to 1 love to hate comments. So that's statistical evidence in itself that these hate comments don't really hold any uh, strength or hold any value. But I was just, I was actually really surprised by myself because you know, this is probably the first time I've had this happen. You know, most of my audience are people who are in my circle and they've been following me for a while. And usually they're there, hopefully, because they enjoy my content and they actually receive a lot of inspiration and empowerment and value from my content. So this is the first time that, you know, one of my videos has just reached so many new people out there. And it's just reached people who might not necessarily resonate with me, who don't uh, really know who I am. And so I didn't really expect, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't really know how I would take this influx of, of um, people seeing my content. So I was actually really surprised at myself that I didn't feel that phased by the, the hate comments that were coming through over time. And, and there weren't that many, like maybe like six or seven altogether. And what I want to share with you is... Learning how to deal with hate or judgment from people who you don't know, as well as people who you do know, is such a crucial skill, especially if you are a high-achieving individual who sees yourself becoming world-class or becoming top in your field or becoming a leader. You're naturally going to stand out from the crowd. You're naturally going to be different. And that is going to be great because you're going to inspire people, you're going to lead people, you're going to gather heaps of supporters and, and people who love your work. But you're also going to threaten people. Like there are people who have suppressed things within themselves and they will feel threatened by you being different, by you being progressive. And when they feel threatened, they're going to project hate. They're going to project judgment and they're going to try and pull you down to their level because then they will get to feel comfortable and they won't have to actually feel a bit crap that they are within themselves not rising up to their own potential. So it's going to happen. And here are the things that I've really noticed within myself that has allowed me to not feel the weight 
of these hate comments so much that I believe will be helpful for you. So number one, what I what I realized and what I became aware of is I didn't get too affected by these hate comments because I know who I am. I have done enough self-awareness work over the years. I know my own values. I know my own beliefs. I know when my actions are aligned to my highest self versus when they're not. So when other people make judgments about me, it's I just know that they're wrong. <laughs> like I know that they're wrong because I know myself so well. I know what's right for me. Like for example, the, the reel that, that went viral, I should probably say, was a reel where I was actually referencing the PM of Finland and talking about how, yeah, like you can party and you can do anything you want and also be a professional, also be a leader. And the reel was like me um, partying in the first shot and then in the second shot, it was me running my events. <laughs> And yeah, like that, I'm going to completely own that because humans are multidimensional and we, we all have different parts of ourselves that may not fit a perfect stereotypical mold, but that's the point. Like that's who we are. That's how, how humans operate. But once again, that threatens people who struggle to comprehend that and are, are living inauthentic lives so then they have to pull other people down so that they can feel more uh, at ease and comfortable with them living an inauthentic and suppressed life so yeah like I know myself I know that I work really hard I know that I have incredible impact on my clients and their results I know that I am as authentic as I can be. And I'm getting better at that every single day. Like that's why you may have noticed I've actually started swearing more openly on public forums. I've actually started to show different parts of me on public forums because it's something that I consciously work on to be authentic, to be fully expressive and candid and honest in in who I am. And I don't want to hide any of that. Um, And then I also know that I have different parts of me that add to who I am, to the way that I can inspire other people, as well as to my experience of life. Like I know that I am deeply happy and fulfilled and different parts of my life are thriving. So when someone says on a reel, oh, you know, so fake, try and be real. When someone says, oh, you're so embarrassing. It just doesn't touch me because I know that I'm being real. I know, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know that I'm being real and I know that I am proud of myself. So if someone else perceives that I'm being fake or if someone else perceives that I am being embarrassing, well, that's kind of their problem, not mine, hey, because <laughs> they're projecting what they see and that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> and what they're projecting is more about them than me, right? So I know myself so, so well. And that's what you've got to do. Like you've got to get to know yourself so well. You've got to get to know yourself so deeply that you know what's right for you. And then if anyone else says anything otherwise, then they are wrong in your eyes, of course, because they're still going to be right in their eyes. It's, it's always subjective, but they're going to be wrong in your eyes. And then you're at peace with that because you have awareness. And that's the thing as well, like, especially 
comments on social media, especially when hate comes from people who you, who don't know anything about you, it just holds no value because they don't know you. <laughs> like they don't know you, and and like they've they've seen a, a glimpse of who you are from like a video on social media. In this case, a seven second video seven second video like they, they they can't make any accurate assumptions based off that um so they, they don't know you so they so their judgments hold no value their hate holds no value and that's what i really noticed it's just like i don't care what you think because you don't know me at all so whatever you say is just invalid fake news but what i then do choose to value is feedback from people who know me really well, from people whose judgments I do value. So family, you know, James, my partner, and my clients, because they know me really well. I know them well. So I know that their judgments hold more strength and they they carry a lot more meaning to me. So that's what you've got to do as well. You've got to create a division between people whose judgments you do value versus people whose just doesn't hold any weight over you. And lastly, something else that I noticed is I just felt really sorry for these people. Like I didn't even feel the need to write back and to say anything to them, to, to pull them down, to be arrogant, to be, to be cheeky. I just felt sorry for them because like I know for myself, I have never scrolled on social media, come across someone who I don't know, see seven seconds of them and feel the need to spill hate and pull them down. I've never done that. So based on my perspective, coming from a place where you are really happy and you are in a great place in your life and you have self-awareness, it's just something that you don't do. So in order for these people to be doing this, what pain do they have to be going through? Like how terrible is their own self-awareness and their own connection to their hearts and love and empathy to other humans on this planet for them to be doing that? And chances are they're in a lot of pain in their life. Chances are they, they lack personal autonomy and they lack fulfillment in their lives for them to be doing this. So having perspective has really helped me. And that's what I'd recommend is anytime you get hate, anytime you get judgment, anytime someone tries to pull you down, just remember that they're going through pain. And that's the only reason why they are projecting so much of their pain onto you. They just need to release it in one way or another. Because if they were fulfilled in their life, then they wouldn't be doing that. And this is actually a bit of a, this might be a little bit of a controversial statement coming from someone who lives in Melbourne and the state of, or the city of the AFL. I used to follow the AFL. And for anyone who's from overseas, AFL is the national sport over here. It's, it's football, not soccer. Uh, you, you actually carry the ball with your hands. Don't ask why it's called football. <laughs> uh but I used to follow the AFL. I used to go to games, but I actually fell out of love with the sport because every time I went to games, there would be like a stadium full of 100,000 spectators. 
and they would become feral. Like they would just yell and scream at the players and act at the umpire because apparently they're all doing everything wrong and they don't know what they're doing and they're just being completely stupid and silly. But these guys eating hot pies and chips sitting on the sidelines know better somehow. <laughs> and and that's what I noticed. Like, you know, these people in their lives, and once again, this is going to be a bit controversial because I know there's going to be AFL fans listening to this, but hopefully you're not the ones that who scream and yell and try and bring down the players and the ump, umpire. Um, yeah, it's just like what's missing in your life that you have to spend your weekends invested in a game and becoming so worked up at what others are doing that you can't even do yourself. And that's exactly it. That's what's happening when you get hate from people who are behind you in ways like, I don't want to say below you because it's not a ranking system, but they're behind you in their journey and they feel like they need to pull you down. That's just what happens. You know, something's missing in their life. They're not completely fulfilled in their life. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I want to share with you this one final quote. I want to leave this with you by Theodore Roosevelt. And this is it. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. How powerful is that? print it out, stick it up on your wall or something. This man in the arena quote by Theodore Roosevelt. And just remember that when you do get hate or judgment from someone, just remember that. Sending so much love to each of you listening this episode. I hope that you have a fantastic week and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.